Hello there. Hello there. And welcome to the latest episode of the Sift Taker Snapshot podcast. I'll be your host once again this evening, uh, Mr. Will Pinter. And with me, I have Adam Tudor. Hello there. And our very own double agent, Sift Taker Warlord Extraordinaire, Matt Hill. Hi. This evening, we're going to be talking about a topic that we all love, and that is the game and the community. Now, this was an idea brought to us by Matt. He is uh, really interested about this and talking about like a, a whole community podcast, and we thought it was a, a great idea. So, firstly, what I'm going to ask is, well, speaking about wargaming and possibly uh, X-Wing in particular, what kind of positive influence has it had on us uh, personally and socially? Take it away, Matt, first of all. I think I think wargaming has been a, a fantastic community. Um, it's it's something I've been involved in for longer than I care to think now, probably going on 20 years. And um, it's it's one of those communities that kind of shapes your life as a whole. It's uh, I've met so many people through it. And um, it's it's just been it's like a family. I think is, is the best way to describe it. There's there's people that I've met through wargaming that have been some of my very closest friends now. It's it has literally shaped and changed my life. Uh, I don't think I'd be the person I am today or in the position I am today without it. And and probably not exaggerating to say I'm not entirely certain I'd still be here. Well, I mean, definitely on an emotional level, uh, it gets a lot of us, uh, through a lot of us. Obviously, with my military background, I'm used to that family sort of environment. But I've been posted away for the last what, three years now. So I've come away from that. I've still got my lads, but they're all quite far away. And definitely within this, within the X-Wing community, certainly I've I've found that, like you say, Matt, family. And it has helped me through some very tough times. I've had a lot of tough times. And I noticed like people are always there and they can tell when they're up when you're on your ups and when you're on your downs and they're very they're very supportive and always there and it's been a really good really good environment for me to be around um, especially through some hard times adam what's it been like for you well talking about wargaming in particular i'm not ashamed to say that uh, i am a childhood nerd through and through uh, i was introduced to uh, warhammer 40,000 uh, by a family friend about the age of 11 and since then that was all i asked for for christmas and birthdays much to my mother's annoyance and so that's basically all i've ever done x-wing for me has been amazing because i took a leap on it a lot of my other games i've played things like warhammer 40,000, uh guild ball a little bit um were all driven by my friend groups and what they were doing but x-wing i thought the game looked really good and i thought i don't need to you know do what these guys are doing all the time and i found you lot really and um you guys are awesome um love spending time with you lot and and we always have a laugh and you know i've had days where i'm down and i think can i really be bothered with tuesday night no i'll make myself go and then i you know invariably end up playing a game maybe or just having a laugh with with you and and ben hibbert <laughs> well yeah, yeah i mean you mentioned ben me and ben obviously like to be that laugh and like to be them people who just like lift people up even if we're like slating each other in front of everyone he's like my my bounce off really when it comes to things like that and it it does give me lifts even if i'm just laughing at him when he comes back into a hotel room after a heavy night with bob but <laughs> yeah um 
It, my question is, for Adam is, I mean, do you mean laughing with or laughing at? Uh, <laughs> well, I'd like to tell you at, but I don't know if you've seen the internet gif. <laughs> it's with a lot of the time. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, locally, yeah. Obviously, my family locally have been great within the X-Wing community, but also like socially, outside and nationally and internationally, I've found a lot of love from other teams other guys that I'm really close to now, even though they're far away on the other side of the countries. Obviously, Matt, you came up from Warlords. You know, I've got a good relationship with Warlords. I love the guys down there. They're great. You've come from there to up here. I mean, how have you found it? It's been a really important change for me, actually. Not because I don't love the Warlords guys. They're they're some of my closest friends, and I value every single moment I get to spend with them. But about six months ago, I went through some really serious personal problems, and um I had to leave down there and the, the, it was it was only the support of people from the warlords and my local gaming group in Coventry that got me out of a very dangerous situation and then again on the flip side because I had to move to Stockport knowing that the Sith takers were about and I could come and, and join that community and the moment I landed in, in Stockport I could put a shout out on the Facebook group and just say hey guys I'm new to the area what do I do to play X-Wing and immediately I had a group of friends I didn't have to worry I didn't have to feel alone I could just turn up and people were there to look after me, make sure that I was okay and play games. And it, it took so much stress out of that situation. And it, again, it, I'm not sure I could have left that without the support of, of, of both groups of people. Yeah, I can, I can understand, 100% agree there. I mean, I'm looking at maybe getting posted soon and moving away from the SIF takers, unfortunately. I'll put that out there on the podcast. But I've known where, wherever I'm getting posted, I've spoken to guys in other other clubs, and they're like, definitely come to us, you know, come come and play games down here. Obviously, I'll be still flying the Sith Taker flag, just like you fly the Warlords flag, you know, and and it's that great environment. I mean, I don't know how much moving around you've done, Adam. Do you, have, have you always been Sith Takers, or have you moved around? And So in terms of X-Wing, I've always been... Uh, Sith takers. It's actually quite funny because I'm from Leicester originally, um, <laughs> so actually could you know was within a few miles of Warlords. Although I, I don't know how um, big the the scene was before I came up here for university, but that's always what I've sort of been, been around the Leicester guys, and then through university met a new new group of guys. But in terms of X Wing, it's always been Sith takers, and it, and it always would be Sith takers if I went anywhere else. Got to keep wearing the jacket, and very nice it is too. <laughs> Thank you. A big part of X Wing is also traveling. I mean, attending events, and you know, going to going to events uh, here, there, and everywhere. I've certainly travelled. I, I do travel to beanies, uh, just just play. I haven't actually been to yet, but up to Harlequins, you know, down to Warlords. What is it like, even attending the events for the people that haven't attended events and stuff? What is it like? explaining the community and the love even if you go in there with a fun list not not intending to win i mean what what do you get out of it adam go for it i think the the thing with traveling is that obviously you're choosing to leave quite a portion of your uh, home base behind because not everybody will travel and all that sort of stuff but you pick you pick a few of you like we i know you guys have done it more recently but i went down to the warlords warlords again with uh, you and ben in the car and um, we, you know, went down there. We just were wearing all of our Sith Takes paraphernalia and uh, just to be a part of their community. And it, you, not excluded for being 
a different team. I think that's the most important thing for me. There's a lot of other game systems you might find people go, oh, actually, you're not one of us. Why are you here? Whereas X-Wing, everybody's perfectly happy for you to come down. They love that you've taken the time to travel to them and, uh, you know, particularly enjoy beating you, perhaps. I mean, I, I love the guys coming to Element, especially we see a lot of the IQ guys coming across and they're just playing the Harlequins guys. I, I, I'd like to think that we obviously nurture that environment as well where everyone gets on and has that banter between us. I mean, Matt, how, how do you find travelling and you know going to, going other places? What, what do you get out of it? I mean, I'm personally quite used to travelling because I've grown up moving about the country every few years. So uh, I've kind of got friends all over the, the place, but it's, it, it's, for me, it lets you just build up that group. You, you, you've got your local group, you've got your guys that you know and you see every week. And now I've got a group of people that I could go down to the Midlands, I could go down to London, I could go to the the, the South, the Cornwall area. And there's, there's guys there that I know, that I care about, that I'm friends with, that I can go and see. I can go up north to sort of Newcastle, possibly even into Scotland. And there's, there's again, there's friends I've made through X-Wing that I can rock up and be like, fancy a game, and I already have friends. I don't have to worry about who I'm going to see. It's yeah. like having a massive extended family across the whole country. And the more I've travelled, the bigger that gets. Yeah, definitely. I can see that. I mean, when you travel to these events, uh, Matt, are you, are you worried about winning? Are you, are you there to win or are you just there literally for the community? It's just winning an added bonus if you ever do. Winning's nice. Don't get me wrong. I like to play to win where possible. But it is, it's more about the people I'm playing. Even if I don't know who I'm playing that's a potential friend to make and it's i think out of probably several thousand maybe ten thousand games of x-wing at this point i've had two bad games and two games where i've walked away and thought i don't want to see that person again which <laughs> uh, is a fantastic number of people that i do want to see again and i look forward to every single one of them and then yeah, if i win i win that's great i've had a, a couple of increases in my success rate lately but I don't think I'm going to be winning Worlds or Euros or anything like that anytime soon. And I'm still going to go to the events and I'm going to have a great time meeting people. Hey, never say never, Matt. <laughs> well, I'm going to try. <laughs> Adam, for you, you've been to a lot of tournaments as well. Do you, are you bothered about winning when you get there? Is it is it more of a the community? I think in terms of competitive X-Wing, because obviously X-Wing at its heart is a competitive game. We are all going places to try and win games. I think Travelling to other people's tournaments is a great way to test yourself and your waters. And, and another experience I've had from a lot of other war games is where if you have a core group of guys playing games against each other, you learn what your metas are and what your counters are. And it's nice to travel somewhere else and then have those other people clash. At, you know, your two metas clash, and you think, okay, what of mine? works against yours what doesn't work against yours and you can actually learn things from that and develop your game uh, that's what i like about traveling really yeah i mean yeah about traveling i, I love seeing the different matters um especially like uh, like we've seen in recent tournaments the, the south matter is very different to the north and it, it, it seems like certain teams and certain groups have different have different uh, local metas as it was um, and going into them local metas maybe they've got like a direct counter of what you're listing you think has been doing really well within uh, your group and then not so yeah it's it is good but like i mean i'm definitely on board with what matt said saying that like 
the next person when I look up at pairings board and I see someone who never played before I'm like oh nice one you know although I love playing my mates from other places I think meeting new people is definitely a big thing for me and I love it in a similar vein at SOS last year definitely the system open last year was a, a great way of meeting so many new people it was brilliant which segues me nicely onto our next point so I mean what tips do you have for people going to a, a big event like SOS or, or well, System Open and getting out of it like an event like that, especially more more the social aspect, obviously. I think for me, obviously, it's the, the System Open coming up is going to be the biggest tournament in the world as it was last year until we beat it in a few weeks' time. And um, going into that room with five, six hundred people is is really quite intimidating. There's a lot of people, and a lot of them know each other, and. Um, Last year, I went into that room with a couple of mates. That was it. I left it with probably somewhere in the region of 50 to 60 friends, which for me personally is quite tricky. I have social anxiety problems. I don't really know how to approach people all that well. I think that's the important thing. You know, people like me are going to be there. And it's about pushing your boundaries. Even if you just talk to the person at your table that you're playing with, don't just focus on the game. Take time to chat. There's plenty of time in the round. It might get tense towards the end, but you'll you'll enjoy the game much better if you engage your opponent as a person and not just somebody who's pushing some spaceships about against you. And then, you know, take time after the round. Talk to them. Everybody's happy to talk after a game. Once it's done, sit down. You know, even win or lose, what did I do right? What did I do wrong? What do you think of the list? What have you enjoyed? What have you seen from the day? There's so many topics that you can talk about. You're, you're, you're guaranteed to walk away with a new friend every round. Uh, and then you've got that time between rounds uh, where you can catch up with each other, like people that you've seen throughout the day, people that you maybe have come with, or take the opportunity to make new friends. If you see somebody in a Weekend Warlords t-shirt or a Sith Takers t-shirt or the 186 Squadron t-shirt or any number of countless other teams that I could name. We could we could fill up a podcast naming the amazing people I've met with <laughs> X-Wing team. Go and say hi. Introduce yourself. You won't be alone. We, you know, they're weird, crazy, strange individuals, but they're all great, and you, you won't regret it. Uh, if you get a chance, grab them, talk to them, get to know them, and you won't be alone next time. Yeah, I, I definitely echo that sentiment. Um, I mean, going there every round, apart from my final round against Alex Burt, who beat me to so I didn't go in the cup. But you know, I love the guy anyway. <laughs> I won't hold that against him. He's such a nice guy. <laughs> I obviously playing Alex. I think Alex was the only player I knew going into that out of all six games that I played, like you said, Matt, it's such a big room. And, you know, quite a few of those people now I speak to all the time. So I've got Dominic from Firestorm. I've got uh, Elliot Waits, you know, and I've got countless other people on my Facebook that I played from that tournament and many others that, you know, that I, I, I speak to quite regular and I'm constantly chatting to them. I was a fairly new SIF taker when I went to the system open last year. So obviously I knew the SIF takers guys, but I didn't really know many people outside of our local meta. So it was, it, it was really good. Like you say, it's, it, it, I'm quite an outgoing person anyway, so I'll speak to anyone, but you know, I could see where it, it, it can struggle for some people to, to get out there and speak to people. But I think people need to know that we are not this sort of territorial 
wargaming scene where we just speak to everyone. If you like alt art cards or acrylic tokens or any of the swag associated with the game, grab one of the teams. They almost always carry something if you shake them. Adam, I mean, what, what tips have you got for people for like attending events? I think going and having just an open mind, again, uh, not to parrot you guys, but to having an open mind to speak to people. and Because it's, it is also quite easy, and we've all been there, to play your game, enjoy yourself, win-lose, then scuttle off back to your corner where all your mates are congregating. And just being open to speaking to people, to having a laugh, make a joke at your own expense because you flew on a rock like a bit of a fool. Uh, you know, anything like that and just and then the other the other thing that always happens and will always happen is that people like to congregate in the bar and uh we're all plenty guilty of that and there will be at least you know 40 50 people filling whatever hotel we're all in having a drink into the small hours of the morning and just just enjoying themselves and don't don't be afraid to sit down you know ask if a chair is free you know sit down just join in with the conversation or listen whichever and just have a laugh with us humorous minor story on, uh, on on making friends through tournaments three years ago i attended the nationals event and um, it didn't go very well i lost my first game lost my second game and then I, I came up against some strange bloke flying triple jump masters which was in style at the time and he annihilated me blew me off the table and ruined the any chance i had of getting further in the event and i'll be honest I went off and played some games with some of the friends I'd made that day. I had a great time, enjoyed the rest of the day, forgot all about it. And then six months ago, when I arrived in, in Stockport, happened to be talking to that story when a strange man leant over and said, yeah, that was me. My name's Bob D. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you, you never know how those connections are going to play out. <laughs> and now look, you're on our podcast. <laughs> exactly. Wearing our jacket. Hey. <laughs> Yeah, I mean this. I mean, we we could sit here and talk stories all day long. Like I say, it is a great environment and, and a great a great place to be and a great uh, community to be within. So on that note, obviously we've rambled a bit. We've talked a lot about the community. Like we said, it's a, it's a big thing. If you ever see anybody at events, any of us wearing a jacket, uh, a system open, or at any other event or whatever, just go over, have a chat to us. We're we're all there. And pretty much, like, I echo everything Matt said. You know, this community is thriving, it's massive, and everyone is there, and everyone will talk to you and, and give you the time of day. If um, anybody's feeling alone at the system open at any point, grab a Sith taker or a weekend warlord and ask to be sent to speak to the Rev. I will chat with anybody. I'm happy <laughs> to meet everybody. Please take me up on that. <laughs> Brilliant. Adam, any closing thoughts from yourself? Good luck, have fun, drink a beer, maybe not too many. Any closing thoughts from you, Matt? I think with summing up the community, there's only one man that can be quoted, which is the, the great and wonderful Rasta Mace. One love. <laughs> Excellent. And on that note, it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from Adam. Goodbye. And goodbye from Matt. Bye. We'll hope to see you next time on the Sith Takers Snapshot podcast. Goodbye now.